Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles. It's been a hell of a long ride. You know that? It's almost 20 years? Yeah, oh, damn. Anyways, wow. I'm Ron Kolick, your host, and with me all the way from East Bridgewater is the blonde bombshell, Ann Kerrigan. Wow. Good evening, everybody. Yeah, it's been a long ride. God, I don't even know how long I've been doing this. Ten years? Mm. I know I'm the longest, Maybe? the longest, uh, the oldest show on the station. Ah, uh, well, the that. oldest. This does not surprise me. Not the age wisely. Yeah, whatever. You're the oldest everywhere. Happy early birthday, by the way. Mm. I know yeah. you're 100, 115 tomorrow. Whatever. I would have <laughs> been older. I would have been older, but Facebook wouldn't let me go back any further. Ah. Unfortunately. <laughs> Party poopers. That's what I said. Um, Anyways, we've got an interesting show. We have a, a guy, a guy on the show here that I've known for a long time. I've investigated with him, and uh, he's been on the show before. He's been on all my shows, basically. He's uh, done events with me. Uh, he's uh, been investigating the paranormal probably as longer than the show's been running. <laughs> and he is uh, Thomas D'Agostino. Talk. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, hey, that's your cue. That's your cue. <laughs> your name. How you when doing? I, just, just a hint. When I, cool. it's great to be here. <laughs> yeah, when I call you in, it's a hint to, to answer. Oh, I'm here. And anyways, <laughs> how long has it been, Tom, since I've met you? Uh, it's been 15 years. Really? Wow. Yeah, 15 years. Do you know how we met? I yeah, we met at um, the when we were doing when we were writing Haunted Massachusetts. We were at the Houghton Mansion. Ah, uh, investigation, and you were there, and Jeff Belange was there, and of course Berkshire Paranormal. Mm-hmm. It always seems to come back to the Houghton Mansion, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that's the center of the universe. I guess honestly. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent yeah. of the universe. Epicenter, well, it seems like that's where Ron. Everybody. Ron has been working with. He met at the Houghton Mansion. Yeah, he stalks the place. That's why. I I don't know if that's absolutely true, but I'll, I'll take it. I'm many, gonna... <laughs> many, many of them. Maybe not all. Many events there. Hmm. Anyways, I want you to introduce your guests because this is the first time I've uh, spoken to them. So I'll let you, Tom, introduce uh, your partner in crime in this endeavor that you're doing. This is Gary McKinstry, uh, renowned medium, and uh, well, you can introduce yourself, Gary. Okay. <laughs> uh, ben and I've been in the field for about the past thirty some odd years. Um, do a lot of public, like I do a lot of large galleries. Um, we just were just at Melbury at the Asa Waters Mansion. Uh, we had about a hundred people in there Saturday. Uh, cool. I go literally in the crowd and, and similar to like John Edwards or someone like that, um, 
and you know pretty much deliver what I need to do. But I also do private things um, just to let the, the, the listeners know. As far as the paranormal, I was the extraordinary case manager for Orion Paranormal. Uh, oh, I actually was, heard of that. You did? <laughs> cool. That was uh, Lance Sinclair's group, and uh, we were the forerunners, believe it or not, of Ghost Hunters. Oh, uh, okay. We actually did a lot of their pre-investigation for them. They got the credit, and we were basically, you know, like crawling through the basements. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I hear a, I hear a lot about that, but that's another story for another time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but anyway, I've been at that um, teacher, whatever, and you know, pretty much radio personality. I do a lot of radio, oh, and you know. yes, I think tomorrow morning I'll be on WMAS out in Springfield. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, now, are you as a guest or an, or a, a host or a announcer or what? I'm a monthly feature on there. I do live on-air readings. Uh, people will call up and... Oh, too much. <laughs> yeah. And then I was on WXLO out of Worcester for years, WORC in Boston, you name it. I've been there. So, you know, and anything paranormal, abnormal, unique, or strange, that's pretty much my forte. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's why Gary, do you have a website you can give to our listeners? Thank you so much. It's GaryMcKenstry.com. And I'm going to give them a new one, too. SpiritMeetsScience.com. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah, I, I put that up out. on our Facebook page. Yeah. yeah. And by Gary, the way... Gary, spell your name for a wait a minute, spell your name, okay. Sure. M C K I N S T R Y. Yeah, I thought it was a typo myself, but but yeah, uh, it's Scottish. <laughs> so uh you were born in this country though, right? Yes. Uh, oh yeah, but by the way, uh, definitely I'm a Massachusetts born boy. Uh traveled quite a bit, pretty much roamed around the world and ended up back here again. So, oh yeah, yeah, we were definitely born here. the The accent is from Dudley; it's not from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, trust me, I know a Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah, and I don't do a good one, so I figure we'll keep it straight. <laughs> and uh, Joe, what was I going to say? Oh, damn, I forgot my, my mind's a terrible thing to waste. But anyways, uh, so I know it. How'd you uh, How'd you uh, team up with? Um, Mr. D'Agostino. Well, <laughs> we both we both have worked at the public house in Sturbridge. Tom and Arlene do um, dining with the dead 1031 there, uh, which is a lot of fun. If anybody yeah. would say that, that's, you know, you get to have dinner and go find the ghosts. Uh, right. And the lady who she trademarked that. Dinner and a ghost. Uh, but the lady who works, who sets up everything there, happened to say to us, You've got to meet Connie Pion. Yes, yeah. Connie Pion. She's actually wonderful. We do a show called Connections, an event with the medium. Mm-hmm. And she said, You've got to meet Tom and Arlene. They're really cool. You guys will click. And she said, I could picture you guys doing something together. Mm-hmm. Well, as luck would have it, we were invited. And we enjoyed an evening with them, and uh, the rest is pretty much history. Yeah, we got together and decided something really cool one day where uh, 
what if you're doing your medium so speaking and you know doing connecting with the people and we're recording it live so actually with the you know modern equipment of the, the portals and the spirit boxes so if somebody's going to say something it'll come right through at the moment that is happening mm, clever nice you know i thought of it this way everyone goes out to find the spirits or the ghosts and I'm thinking, if I'm real, this means I'm pulling them in all the time. You know, when I'm out there in front of the audience and I'm saying, you know, grandma's here and she said, you know, sorry that she stole the cookies when you were a kid, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, shouldn't grandma be able to come through? Makes sense. Yeah. So with the aid of Tom and his equipment, we did a couple of test shows. And the first one was good. And then we did a second show. We had 37 people as a small audience. Mm-hmm. I was out there for about an hour and 20 minutes, and Tom recorded over 50 EVPs. Oh, my God. And they weren't random. They were actually, most of them were answers right directly to the conversation going on or retorts. Like, uh, we, uh, there's, you know, Gary's talking to someone, and what would you say? He said, he said something like, don't, your father did love you, your father don't. And all of a sudden, I think comes to him and says, I did. Oh, oh cool. Very and cool. Everybody if you go on the evidence page of our Spirits Meets Science website, there is an evidence page there, and you can actually hear the, the EVPs from that show. Yeah. And, and you guys, have, cool. you have, a, you have a, uh, a bit, in fact, you're doing coming up this weekend, I believe, right? In Salem at the Hawthorne Hotel, Spirit Meets Science. Yes, March 14th from, what is it, 1 to 4? Something, yeah. 1 to 4.30 or something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be the same thing. Um, you know, everyone's going to have a nice luncheon. Uh, and then we're, um, Gary's going to go around and, and uh, connect with people. And we're going to be there to record it and videotape it. So when this stuff happens, um Bang, you know, they'll hear it. They'll, then they, we can share it with everyone, too, as well. We do a reveal at the end where we replay everything just in case people oh, miss cool. it. Oh, excellent. The last show we did, I got a little carried away. I started talking to the portal. <laughs> it talked back. Yeah, well, you know, it's a one thing to be talking to the person sitting in front of you telling, you know, that they said this, they said that. And then the portal's kicking. I made a really bad joke. Mm-hmm. There was a joke about... Her husband's name was Bob. I said, oh, you know about Bob? I said, you know, what do you call Bob in the water? You know, what do you call a Bob in the water? I said, well, as you know, a man with no arms and no legs, that's Bob. And from the spirit box, we heard, ha, 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 that was funny. Yeah, it started. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that's that's <laughs> very cool. Spirits don't like corny jokes either. Yeah. And, and the thing is, we don't know when and if it's going to happen. It just comes out or it may not. When we originally set the box up, Arlene and I got there early. We set all the equipment up. There was not a peep coming from that portal, spirit box, or anything. Nothing. It was like as if just just dead air. The second Gary started, it went nuts. Hmm. So you record off a of spirit box. Is that how it works? The spirit box through the portal, and then we're recording that. Yes. Uh, so right. they're when, hearing it live. When you say, when you say a portal, what is a portal? A portal is a machine, especially designed machine, where it amplifies what's coming from the spirit box, but also welches down the 
so, so it's more localized rather than just, you know, getting a station out of Boston or something. It's yeah. more localized to the field of where you're in. Well, the other thing I found fascinating as I was doing this, when I was connected to male energy, we were getting male voice. I connected to a female and we got a female voice. If it was random selection from a radio station, you would have just got all male or all female. You know, it's like if you're tuning into a show, let's say. Yeah, or we got just random answers too. Right. These were direct rebuttals to what yeah. was being said at the time. We had a lady, and she uh, she had lost her boyfriend, and they had spent a good deal of time visiting wineries. They both loved doing this on a Saturday. Uh, people after my own heart. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So she said, when I get there, will he be waiting with a glass of wine for me? And before I got the answer, the spirit box went, yup. And of course, she's going, yeah, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it, we've been stunned by it. I mean, you know me, I'm not afraid of anything or really nothing phases me too much in this field. But this really does. It's kind of amazing because it's not just a random EVP. It's it's actually coming out of from from that connection. Mm -hmm. See, the, the the other part of it is, I'm not afraid. And I don't mean the spirit part. I'm never afraid of, but I'm not afraid to go out there and put my stuff on the line. Uh, you know, in other words, it's like if I'm doing my job correctly, shouldn't there be something? Shouldn't there be some kind of evidence that I'm actually connecting to something? Mm -hmm. You know, I watch a lot. Of, Sorry. Go ahead. I watch a lot of mediums like everybody else, and I've met some really wonderful ones. In the, but a lot of them will say, well, you can't record this, you can't say this, you can't do this. My thing is, the more open I am, um, the more I want to be proven. You know, we, you know we're, we're talking authenticated. That's our whole deal. Whether it's... Tom's side is authenticated because we're bringing in something. My side is authenticated because we're actually getting quantified answers. So to me, it's kind of like it's another level of what I'm doing and another level for what Tom does. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So if you, uh, when you do, so, so when you connect, you're only connecting with spirits that are connected to the audience. Um, no. Well, if the place was, let's say, haunted, I'd be connecting with whatever is in the building, too. Oh, you would? Sure. It's, it's an open season. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you're doing a gallery reading, and yes. how do you determine that, that the spirits are connected with people in the gallery versus, uh, you know, house ghosts? Energetically, I get yanked over to the person. They're going to basically, when I say yank, they don't physically yank me. But there's a draw from the energy from the person sitting in front of me to the person in the other dimension or the other side. You'll feel the connection. You get pulled one to the other. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's a, let's say the, let's say the spirit is connected to, well, we're going to be at the, the Hawthorne. Let's say the spirit's from the Hawthorne. Right. I'm going to feel right. a different energy. The pull might be for the room itself, but it's not going to actually go to, unless maybe they, unless there's a cute girl in the audience and it's a guy or something. But, <laughs> you know, the energy basically is going to be more mundane, so to speak. Like, okay, I'm here. The other part is, there's a good chance whatever that energy is probably won't be as interactive. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, a lot of that, yeah. You know, if you get a spirit, they're repetitious sometimes. Sometimes they're not truly conscious. You know, it's kind of like that loop scenario. But when I'm connecting to someone from the other side to an audience member, there's a conscious stream or an energy that connects from one to the other. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, that, that's that's. I'm, I'm not sure if I can agree with you on that because I think that the spirits, house spirits, hard to fathom. But I, I did, never believed in it too much. But wow, this this changed my my whole thought life. No, I, I totally understand what you guys are doing. I totally understand that it's a great, great, great. Uh, thing you're doing but i'm talking about gary and in his statement he just made about uh that the spirits aren't active and well no no i'm i know there are conscious spirit too i mean i i would just give you you know how you get sometimes you run into the spirit that seems to tied exactly to that one moment like right right like, yeah, yeah, residual haunting as they like to right, call it thank you yeah yeah so you, you can feel the difference between a residual haunting a conscious haunting or literally a spirit that's connecting from one to the other. See, I don't bring the spirits in the audience does. I just, I just dial them in. Right. Mm -hmm. We all carry, we all carry a bunch of people with us, so to speak. Mm -hmm. My job is to tune them in find the frequency and then boom, deliver the message. Tom's basically coming in on the same frequency with me. He's doing it electronically I'm doing it literally with my mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is is is. Uh, I, I think Tom knows is is that of course we did uh, the Hawthorne Tell for 13 years straight, so we dealt with some of the spirits that were in the Hawthorne Hotel, and they were pretty much interactive with what we were doing, but we right. weren't we were trying to connect with the audience like you were so i was just curious yeah. of, of how that would work uh are you guys in the uh what's that room the cellar the cellar room there what, the library yeah library thank you yes and we are gonna have to think about that because we'd rather do places that aren't haunted but in this case you know they wanted the hawthorne and where he got it <laughs> see there's another part to this on on my level <clears throat> I'm looking to, I'm going to be pulling the energy from the person, the living person in front of me. So they're bringing in their loved ones, their, you know, mom, dad, grandpa, or whatever. My job is I'll probably have to tune some of the other people out, so to speak. You know, put them on hold for a while, because believe it or not, after a while, you can do that. Yeah, they, they queue up, actually, right? Yeah. And <laughs> kind of like, hey, I'm really glad you're here. As soon as the show's over, I'll talk to you kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One moment, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, the buffet's still open. Go help yourself. <laughs> it's an intriguing uh, venture, and uh, you know, I, one of these days I'm going to have to go see you guys work together because I think that's it's well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sounds well, really interesting. Part of this is I don't know if it would work as well with anybody other than Tom because mm -hmm. we seem to be on that simpatico thing. Um, I get his sense of humor. He seems to get mine. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Bad, but, yeah. <laughs> well, our poor wives basically get all the, all the bad jokes. It's, it's like it's really I feel for them. Uh, <laughs> Me too. But, but just to let you know, yes, they are, 
when it comes to the wives, they are with us. Arlene and my wife, Virginia, um, they're part of the team. See, Arlene does the photography, does the paranormal investigation with us, does all that. My wife does the kind of like the motivational part of it, like winding up the crowd before the show, um, handles all the weird and the strange <laughs> end of things, um, and then does the closings. And, yeah, she's she's sort of the kind of like the manager of all of this circus that we're doing. Um, <laughs> but and by the way, I do want to tell people while I've got a moment here, we have two videos up on YouTube. Okay. And if you want to see what we look like, check us out. Or if you want to hear, you know, like a little bit of the evidence stuff or, part, or see parts of a show, go to YouTube to Spirit Meets Science. Okay. okay. All right. Is there a link? link? Is there a link on your website? Yes, there is. Oh, yes. I did, cool. There happens to be, yes. <laughs> Excellent. It'll okay. be Spirits Meet Science on the website yeah. with the S at Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, right. I, I actually have that link posted on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So just hop on over <laughs> to their website. And I'm trying to find this on your website. Is it under more evidence? I don't know. Yeah, probably right. more. I should think that. Uh, it should, up, it should definitely upgrade the, upgrade the copyright year back to 2015. <laughs> well, at any rate, we will find those, and maybe we can get the links. Uh, I'll hop on YouTube, see if I can find those links, too. So Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So it actually – so uh, – one thing that you said uh, is that you said Eileen does – with the investigation. So is an investigation part of this event or are you talking something totally different? No, basically we're um, doing, in other words, we're recording it all as investigators and going doing that kind of stuff. We're taping it right. and Arlene's filming or using the camera. But okay. um, sometimes it's kind of funny. We may do like a short investigative thing if the, to see what's in the place. Oh, okay. Quickly. That makes sense. And just so we know anything extra that might be dealing with. Hmm. You know, go ahead. It, sorry. Okay. Oh, it was so funny when we, we did one of the first shows in Oxford, Mass. And, you know, like I said, we, we got to the show and I, my wife and I walked in and Tom and Arlene had gotten there about an hour early to set everything up. And we came in and I looked at Arlene and she looked like so nervous. And I said, are you okay? And she said, there's nothing here. And I said, what do you mean? She said, we set everything up. We turned it on. We got like something came through and said, Tom. And that was it. She said, for an hour, there's been nothing. I said, well, that's because this isn't haunted. (laughs) 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 And then once we started rolling and we started hitting, it was like everybody's, everybody's fear calmed down, which was really great. You know, it's... Kind of like you don't want to be out in front of an audience for an hour and a half and have to dance and sing because I don't sing that well. (laughs) I don't shoot myself out of a cannon anymore either. No. (laughs) So, you know, but (laughs) I've never been afraid with the medium part about that part. Uh, We've had some pretty interesting hits and some really, uh, the shows have been, you know, I won't say astounding, but some of them like, okay, this is really cool. Uh, You know, it's kind of a nice bridge between 
the paranormal and the ghost hunting and the medium part, because it's interesting up until now, I wouldn't say we've been at war, but usually you won't find mediums that really are going like, okay, I, you know, the paranormal part is cool. And you don't find paranormal people who really seem to get along with mediums. So oh, by bridging, I don't know gap, about that. Hmm. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, no, I, I understand. By and large, no offense, but you're, you're kind of different. A lot, like I said, a lot of people in the field, Will poo-poo mediums? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, oh. it's, it's just the other way around too. They have their the mediums will have their own uh, uh, group, yeah, or whatever it is. So yeah. it's right. yeah, it's it, yeah. I don't know, whatever. But anyways, um, one of the things I did want to mention is that I, that I know through our experiences uh, in doing investigations. So sometimes we uh, connect with uh, spirits that have nothing to do with the place or nothing to do with the people there, but they're what I call street ghosts. And those are just spirits yeah. that come through wanting to either be heard or realizing someone's attempting to contact the other side and uh, are just curious. <laughs> do you find that as well? Oh, I'm, I've, I've had many of those. Uh, and again, sometimes you, you know, I hate to say you have to work them, but when you connect to something like that, you give a credence. You say, okay, I know you're here. I appreciate you coming through. And then I want to say you dismiss them, but you kind of ease them out. Mm -hmm. Unless there's mm -hmm. some major issue, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but, but as long as you, it's almost like they needed to be, they need to be recognized. And right. if you recognize right. them and let them know that, you know, that you know their presence is there, they usually pretty cool about it, you know. Okay. Well, we got to take a break right now. Uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Dan Carrigan and Ron Kolick right here on Tojanet and Parex Radio. Our special guests are Gary McKinstry and Thomas D'Agostino. And today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts. And, of course, the Gallant Messier Family Law Group. On Four High Street in not the end of Massachusetts. We'll be right back after the following messages. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. 
The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, Mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with our special guests this evening, Gary McKinstry and Tom D'Agostino. And I did want to mention before we jump back in, I have both those links to the Spirit Meets Science on YouTube. They're both on our Ghost Chronicles Next Generation page. If you want to see what it's about, hop on over there and click on those links. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so what else do you guys get coming out once again uh before we do that tom you have a website or uh do you want to uh mention as yes, well please. yes um we have tom d'agostino.com that's t-o-m-d-a-g-o-s-t-i-n-o and we have dining with the dead 1031.com Okay, cool. In every website links to the next. <laughs> All right. So if you go to one by accident, you can go to another. I'm going to do a quick commercial, Dining with the Dead 1031. We've been to the show. My wife and I were invited as guests. Um, it was a fun experience. By the way, even for people that aren't seasoned paranormal researchers, you know, if you want to get a little, if you want to get your feet wet, find out what the equipment is. Um, be with some people that are probably the most knowledgeable, other than the guy, other than Ron here. Um, and Why'd you mention that? Uh, <laughs> not bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. You know, like, nice enough to have me on. So I figured it's always good to kiss the butt of the host. Shameless <laughs> <laughs> promotion. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a really fun experience. And one thing I noticed Arlene and Tom will only work places where the food is good. Well, that helps. (laughs) You know, so if somebody out there is looking to find out a little bit about it, but they don't want to go out and, you know, buy the equipment and then try to figure it out on their own, it's a great way to kind of like get your feet wet, learn, and again, learn from the experts. Yeah, they get to use the equipment. That's why, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and if something happens, we throw them in. (laughs) (laughs) Active. Bait. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we send the evidence out to everyone, too. We share all the evidence once it's all collected. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool, actually. Very nice. Let's go over everything. And the same thing here with the uh, Spirit Meets Science. You know, we share everything. Excellent. Now, Tom, you have a, a few books, too, uh, that you've written over the years, maybe one or two. I'm not quite sure of the quantity right now. <laughs> Just yeah, actually, we're working on 15. God bless you. Oh, my God. Wow. The 16 is almost in the bag. I, um, I'm almost finished with that one. So, yeah. Hey, I'm working on one. <laughs> Tom, Tom where, are those, where are those books available? Um, you can get them at Barnes and Nobles, Amazon.com. Uh, you can go on our website and uh, contact us for them. That's the Tom 
com website, and they're available in tons of stores everywhere. I Cracker mean, Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yeah, we saw them in Cracker Barrel last oh, week. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I got a picture of this. We're out for breakfast, and I showed Tom. I said, hey, look, you know, here's your book. And there's Tom signing books for <laughs> Get your pancakes, get your ghosts, get your psychic mediums, get it all. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, what more do you want? That and grits. I mean, yeah, this is like this <laughs> building on grits. <laughs> By the way, just to let people know, if you don't mind, why we believe that this works, you know, I'll, I'll use the, the semi pseudoscientific end of it. Uh, what it is, is we figure that I, I personally feel that where they're coming from is an alternate dimensional form. And Everything has a, a, a harmonic vibration. So basically what the portal's picking up is the harmonic vibration from or the frequency. And on my end, you know, as the medium, it's kind of like, again, I'm slowing my personal heart rate down just a bit. I'm slowing my whole body down. I'm slowing down to kind of match their vibration. So when you get the two together, my vibration slows us. And the portal is picking up, probably comes in probably around 110 millihertz. That's what I keep getting from everybody. Um, so this is why it changes, the frequency changes. Even with me as I'm reading for people, I can feel, I'll use the term, a change in the energetic part. You know, sometimes it'll be really vibrant, sometimes it quiets down, sometimes there's a push. And a lot of mediums will say, well, they're backing off or they're, they're pulling back. Actually, what's happening is the medium's energy can only last so long. Right. That makes sense. I honestly believe that the spirit form, I don't want to say they have unlimited energy, but I think they have a lot more sometimes than almost we do. But because as the medium, you're giving part of your energy up to that form to come through. It's, it's almost like you're the battery that they're pulling off of. So that, that brings up a question then. When, when you do one of these spins, does it totally drain you? And if it does, how do you recharge yourself? A is, a is it's confusing because it's like having 100 voices in your head sometimes. And by the way, I'm not schizophrenic. I have been checked. <laughs> uh, I am. <laughs> but as far as drained... Um, Again, it's almost a, a little bit of there's been nights when my wife has had to drive home because I'll miss like the off ramp. I'll be out in space. It's almost like I, the event ends. We pack up, you know, break down the equipment, do all this stuff. And probably for about a good 15 to 20 minutes, I'm kind of out in space for a little while. I'm still connected here and there. Um, and caffeine helps an awful lot. No. <laughs> you know, whether it's Coke, whether it's coffee, whether I think that's, you know, part of the deal. Uh, you got to bring your energy level back up. Right. That I have nope. to bring my body temperature back up. Uh, you know, no chocolate. huh? I would love it, but I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. <laughs> and one of the things the I've noticed, my core temperature drops about two degrees. Really? Wow. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but, you know, yeah. You, yeah. So, well, that's you know what. Do 
Tom, that's something you're going to do for your next one. Then is the measure is temperature before and after the event. So oh. that yeah, that's a good idea. We have the scanners and thermometers. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Do it. And you can, uh, you know, it gives you a little bit another little piece of the puzzle. Well, you know, it makes sense because if your temperature was raised two degrees, you would have mm-hmm. a fever. Correct. You'd have a mild fever. Right. So while so I'm doing this, they're pulling thermal energy from me. You know, it's like, well, let's put it this way. You, you, if you're looking for a spirit and you're in, let's say, a, a place and you're using a, let's say, a digital thermometer or scanning and you find a cold spot, that means they're pulling energy from the place, theoretically. Mm-hmm. But, but in this case, I'm giving them the opportunity to pull the energy from me. Right. You know, it's kind of like I'm just giant ever ready battery. Go, go ahead, yank some energy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'll be working sometimes in the summertime. And I'll be wearing a jacket, you know, not like a sport jacket, because people go like, aren't you warm? No, I'm cold. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, it doesn't last. Usually when it's over, like I said, within 10 or 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, everything, re- my heart rate returns to normal. The brain activity is fine. God, I hope so. Well, <laughs> we're not sure about the brain activity totally, okay? <laughs> But for the most part, everything returns to a normal state. Um, and just to let you guys know, because people will say to me, like, if you watch, like, the Long Island Medium, you know, she'll be eating, like, a corned beef sandwich, run up to somebody and say, your cousin's here. Um, I try not to do that. You don't like corned beef? <laughs> <laughs> Love corned beef, but uh, the whole idea is it's kind of like, can you shut it off to a degree? The answer is yes, to a degree. Right. They do sneak in on occasion. Yeah. Uh, sometimes in weird places. You know, I actually had one sneak in at Burger King one day. But you, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's... You wanted the fries. Yeah, you wanted the fries. <laughs> but uh, again, and spirit, that's one of the things I find interesting because... Spirit is not confined to any single place. Uh, the other thing is it's not confined to a time. We, we just did a show at the Asa Waters Mansion, which if you get a chance to go out there, it's gorgeous. That would be a wonderful place to investigate. Who is that? Um, what, Millbury Mass. Mass. Yeah, yeah beautiful Mass. mansion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the second floor is pretty much, I'll use the term, kind of untouched. We were in Asa Waters. That's the gentleman who built it. We were in his uh, his bedroom on a tour, and, and the Waters company was the gun manufacturer. That was where they made all, all their money. So on the mm-hmm. wall is his collection of guns. And as soon as oh, I cool. walked in there, oh, it's beautiful. You could feel the vibe change. I, I could. I don't usually get goosebumps. That place, I get goosebumps. It's mm-hmm. like, okay. You know, Ace is still here. He's checking us out. Um, but that show was from 2 o'clock till 4 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. It was a sunny day. The birds are chirping. And still we pulled through, I don't know how many people that afternoon. Um, and by the way, when I say pull through, this isn't like, you know, mom's here and she loves you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty much hitting specific stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other day, I gave a lady her mother's her mother's passport for the computer. That mom passed away. Huh? Never, never had a chance to give the daughter the, the password. So uh-huh. my whole deal is as much validation as possible. Uh-huh. That's awesome. 
Yeah, we did one other thing when you said I some lady, I see a tree. Okay. Remember that? Yeah. Well, I see a tree in some grass. I don't know why I see a tree. Is it and somebody saying something? Is there some reason why I see a tree? And she goes, well, yeah, I, I just built a new house. And my father kept saying, you better cut that tree down. It's going to fall on the house. And the tree fell on the house and tore up the grass, too. Oh, <laughs> God. It was kind wow. of dad's way of going, ha, ha. Yeah, <clears throat> I told you so. I told, yeah, I told you. I told you it was going to happen. Oh, you my know, God. In the private end, like Virginia and I also do a lot of small private parties. Uh, we've dealt with everything from murder, suicide, uh, missing people, the whole nine yards. So, you know, there's two ends of the bill. By the way, if anybody really wants to, they should read Tom's book. Uh, I, if you're going to read something interesting, I've never seen as much information in any single book as the ones he's puts out. Uh, this is the plug. No, they're shameless self-promotion, but you're doing it for Well, no, I was actually, I actually was reading Tom's book before I met Tom. You know, I go like, hey, this guy's really good. I'm reading the books. Then he's got articles in, this, in, the, in the papers. And, you know, he's got like the tales from beyond in one of the regional papers. And I always say, like, this guy can really write. Oh, thank you. And then lo and behold, he's sitting in my kitchen at the moment. <laughs> That's and funny. I'll never say it. I, I just uh, I just look at the pictures. Arlene does the writing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she ever goes right huh? Gary, what got you started? <laughs> Gary, what got you started on this on this road? What what called you to this? You know, it, it's an odd scenario, but um, <clears throat> about thirty some odd years ago, I stopped at a little shop to buy some candles and. It was a cute little place, a little new age shop. And there was a person in there doing a really horrible reading that was a real hack job. <laughs> I looked at the owner and I said, I can do that. And she ah. said to me, No. I said, Yeah. I said, I could probably, you know, she said, Give me a reading. And I did. And she said, Do you want to work for me? You know, she hired me. And that was my part time gig. And the next thing you know, the part time gig got busier and busier. And, but yeah, I, I just, you By the way, I, yeah, I didn't bump my head. Uh, <laughs> two, by, two by four didn't hit me. Um, I didn't have some serious yeah, disease. But how, how did you realize that you had this talent? Literally, I, I started connecting the fact that I was, I had very strong mental images of places and people and things that I had never seen or connected to. Um, what well, 14. Okay. Oh. I actually went to art school at one point so I could I'm I'm not a child I'm I'm I'm, I'm seasoned I'm I'm not exactly old but I'm not young but back when I was a kid if you walked around talking to dead people they gave you electric shock you know. <laughs> Well, you know, like okay, well, let's get him, get him on some Thorazine, give him electric shock, he'll be fine uh, in the morning. Uh, but then the '80s came along, and suddenly we had cable TV and mediums were on TV and stuff, and it was kind of like a little more open. And then by the '90s, I was out there working professionally, um, and haven't stopped since. You know, it's it's a fascinating, fun life. You know, I, uh, and he's amazingly accurate. Thank you. But most of the strangest things you come out with, and then the people, they turn white. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite part. By the way, if anybody, How the heck did he know that? <laughs> if anybody wants to know the real secret, when you get things, if you're a medium, 
even if it sounds totally impossible, improbable, or strange, put it out there because those are usually the things that are right on. Mm, that's you what Leslie what I, does. Yeah, because yeah, when yeah, I first be, when I first way, started when I first started with Maureen, and uh, you know, I, I didn't believe in mediums at all, and uh, Maureen would come up with the stuff, and then I would be almost embarrassed for her because she would say this obscure thing like you know vanilla ice cream. I see you know whenever this stuff yeah, is yeah, like. Yeah. And, and that it turned out to be absolutely related to the, the spirit she was talking to. So she was the one that taught me early that, yeah, you just say whatever you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saturday we had a lady and she's sitting in the eyes and I delivered and I'm delivering and delivering. And I knew she wasn't really getting it until I looked at her and said, Mom wants to know if you have all the little spoons. And you could see the tear come in her eyes. Oh. Mom. You know those little souvenir spoons? Mom yeah. had a question. Everybody go out, and when they come back from vacation, they bring mom yes. a spoon. Yeah. And the, the lady basically ended up inheriting the spoon collection. So to her, it meant the world that mom asked her if she had the spoons. God, you know, mother. Would have been easy to dismiss. You know, like, okay, spoons. Like, oh, who cares? <laughs> you know, I got the two spoons, yeah. But, you know, so, yeah, it's it's... That's how I, by the way, I've also lectured a lot. Um, at one point, we got to lecture at Harvard mm-hmm. uh, in the theological department. I lectured on magic in the 20th century. Um, You're not a magician, are you? Other kind of magic. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm not a stage magician. I don't do sleight of hand, but I'm supposed to know a lot about magic. Oh. Okay. Um, Everything okay. from hermetics to whatever. Um, but that's another story. Uh, so anyway, yeah, you know, we've lectured, I've lectured there. I've done death and dying classes. I've done some psych classes, WPI, um, Clark University. So, you know, we've been around a bit. Mm-hmm. It's all fun. <laughs> oh, I hope so. If it ain't fun, don't do it. That's what my mother always said. But by the way, there, there, there is one part. Our, our shows are, if anybody out there listening, um, I have had times when I've pulled in people that weren't exactly friendly. Uh, that was one of my questions. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Glad you brought that up. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that and how you deal with it. It's kind of like, for the most part, most people I come through want to talk to their daughters, son, grandson, or whatever. Every now and then... You get the one, if you were horrible here before you're gone, there's a good chance you're still horrible. Um, that, that advancement part doesn't always come right away. Uh, so you learn how to, it's almost like that's where, if you're the medium, you have to deal with that person on the other side. Um, and there's ways of delivering the news. Um, you know, on occasion, people come through, and like I said, they still haven't got it, even though they're gone. And it's almost like they're reliving their past. That's a little different, especially like when it's murder or sometimes even suicides are tough because you're getting the confused energy from people. You're getting the, you know, I try to be as sympathetic as I can, mm-hmm. by the way, to both sides. Uh, even the person, usually if someone's crossed in there that that app messed up, it's okay to be sympathetic to them. You know, you don't invite them to hang around. But on the other side, it's okay to listen to what they've got to say because sometimes that's all they really need. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the demonic, I'm not at that level. 
that's a whole nother vibrational level to, that you have to drop to. So if I was looking for the, the really scary, the demonic or the kind of like lower form, I'd actually have to change my vibrational rate again. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they couldn't come in if they truly wanted to, but they don't because we're, we're talking, our dearly departed are actually a level up vibrationally and the demonic is actually a level lower. So, I, and I try not to go there unless I have to. <laughs> How yeah. do you make that adjustment? It's all in the brain. You literally, you have to train yourself to get in. You have to train yourself to get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to create a space in your mind for all of this. Um, and then when you're done, you have to be able to close the door. Right. And my wife loves to tell people, everybody can do this. And I keep telling her, don't say that because I'll be out of a job. <laughs> but to a degree, she's right. Everyone, all of us pick up things, whether it's just that momentary deal or whether you're picking up a whole, whole scene or that flash. It's like picking up another consciousness. The only difference is my thing is I can relate to that energy over and over and to multiple people. You know, but again, the audience is the antenna. I am the tuner, and now Tom is the speaker. <laughs> right. So, Tom, I mean, so you're you've been investigating for a shit long time. Did I say, did I say that on the air? Yes, you did. Oh well. Nice work. Anyways, uh, you, I've seen some of your evidence, and you've got some some great evidence, not only from EVPs and stuff, but physical evidence as well. Uh, yeah. Are you trying to – will you expand that into more of the physical line too with like uh, maybe EMF or, uh, you know, thermal imaging or, or something like that? Yeah, yeah actually, what, when we're doing uh, – as far as this goes, Spirit Me Science – we're trying to make everything show that, yeah, that the um, it's turning into a more physical or I guess something that they can hear and relate yeah. to and, mm-hmm. you know, see visually rather than when Gary's speaking, uh, just what he's saying. So, yeah, right. we have the equipment. We put the EMF meters out. We put um, we even have uh, static electricity meters there and everything. And they go nuts. They, they, they do work. They, they'll shut off. They'll stop blipping, things like that. Now, we some kind of advanced night vision and actually pick up the image. Yeah, we're, yeah we're working on that. The, the, what is it, photon tube? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, that'd be pretty nice. Yeah. It's actually funny you mentioned that because I am going to be meeting someone tomorrow night who has uh, told me that he has that type of of imagery where they can actually image a spirit. Uh, and so I'm intrigued. In fact, he's going to be at Spirit Quest this year. Uh, with uh, He does the regular uh, Aurora or whatever that is, Aurora or whatever. It, yeah. Aurora. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Oh, the photography. Yeah. yeah, he does that thing. But he also has this new thing that that's, uh, you know, fairly advanced that is able to I guess I, I haven't seen it, so I, I really don't want to comment too much on it. But supposedly it's, it's able to map, uh, you know, spirit energy. So I, we'll see. Interesting. Yeah, I keep trying to break through dimensionally. Of course, I was actually at one point I was warned about that. I had a friend of mine who said, 
sometimes I, you, you get so far out that we're afraid you're not going to come back in someday. Um, cause I kind of like it over there. It's fun. Um, <laughs> but that would be the, if we could ever, you know, if we can get, now we've got the sound. Now we've got them coming through, through the portal. If I can, if we can ever get to the point of connecting all the pieces and get the imagery, that would be amazing. Yeah, and hopefully somebody in the scientific world, you know, like a prestigious place, would go like, hey, guess what, guys? You've cracked it. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. And, and then we can have them sit down for dinner, you know. And yeah. We keep working for that. Not, maybe not in our lifetime, but who knows? Maybe someday. I yeah. mean, we've come in leaps and bounds in the last 25 years. Uh, yeah. Wait a minute. In what aspect, Tom? Uh, in uh, in more the scientific aspect of you know trying to. We're talking strictly ghost hunting. Yeah, yeah. And in all fairness, I think that we had better results before the the electronic age than we did with the electronic age. I mean, there were much more physical aspects involved in uh, mediumship and also in uh, in uh, paranormal experiences than there are now. Now we have a lot of broken technology that uh, people use as evidence to attempt to uh, verify uh, spirits and so forth. So I, I'm not sure we made made advances um well, we actually we actually both which is funny during our investigation as you know arlene reads the tarot cards we got the dowsing rods yep. we have all that old-fashioned you know really old tri-tested and true stuff because of that's energy and then of course we use all the other stuff to kind of yep. put uh you know see what but i i think that the technology has come a long way uh you're right on that i mean it, it's if you can't like videotape it and tape record it. What you can't say, well, look, I EMF me to blip. There's somebody here. Because I was yeah, using those things when I was a contractor, as you know. <laughs> if you go back to like the early EVPs, and I mean, they were complete sentences. They were uh, in different yes. languages. They were different things. And and now we're 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 to the point where we're getting one word and, and uh, or a couple words, and we're relating it to something that. Uh, you know, you take a whole night and you get like a bunch of them, but some most of them have no yeah. aspect at all. But I don't know. Uh, it, but it, see, new technology is in its infancy, but we still use those recorders. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with attempting to do it. All that cool stuff. And I'm hoping to break through to get an interactive part where we actually get the sentences. Right. Yeah. All the uh, greatest inventions of the world, of course, were were invented by amateurs. Well, not all of them, but the majority of them were invented by amateurs. So uh, that's a good thing. Anyways, we have run out of time, so we've got to wrap it up. We've been uh, speaking with uh, Gary uh, McKinstry and uh, Thomas D'Agostino of uh, Science – no, Spirit Meets Science. And um, this show, of course, is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom 386, Merrick. Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group on 4 High Street, Suite 155, North Andover, Massachusetts. Now, uh, once again, you want to give out your website? We have spiritsmeetscience.com. Mm-hmm. Tom Diagostino.com. Gary McKinstry. Dot com <laughs> and dining with the dead 1031 
Show.com. So we want to thank you so much for being with us. Good night. Yes. Well, thank you very much. This was great. Good night, night everybody. Thank Good you. Night. Happy hauntings. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good luck.